1: A day Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Pack-A-Day Podcast, wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Thank you so much for making us part of your day. My name is Nick Schmitz, and I will be your host on this Sunday, July 23rd. It is finally here. Training camp is starting this week. Everybody's reporting on Wednesday, July 26th. Jimmy, football is I mean, it's technically back. It's not officially yeah. back. I mean, it's it's still training camp. We don't have games yet, but I mean, we are getting we're getting real close. Like it's back. It's it, it 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 it's yeah, it's back. I mean, you, you, this is how you know it's back. I've been listening to sports talk radio all week, Jimmy, and they're they're talking they're talking football. They're talking the NFL. Baseball is the only sport going right now nobody's talking about baseball everybody's talking about the nfl so it is it is back it is great that we are finally getting some more content now bear with us okay it's starting this week it's training camp and this is the like so like there's still not a whole lot of news coming out of green bay right now about you know what's going on with the team um although uh, Was it Jalen Reed? Uh, he's the wide receiver. I it, this is a little bit of old news by this point, but he is now under contract. So the Packers now have all of their rookies yep. under contract for uh for this year Um and years moving forward. I don't know. I don't know the length and deals of everybody's contract, yeah. but so everybody's under contract. Everybody's going to be at the start of training camp. That is exciting. This is the week where Man, go on Twitter on Wednesday, and I guarantee you, our very own Andy Herman, yep. he will, he will be tweeting practice. So, like, if you are somebody that enjoys that, I, I know there's a lot of people that do that. Uh, I know here in Green Bay, Marcus Eversaw, he's uh, one of the sports radio hosts. He he does that. Um, th- so mm-hmm. you'll be getting a lot of content. I know Jimmy. For me personally, there are two things I care about this week with training camp. Number one is what everybody cares about. What does Jordan Love look like? Right. Like yep. that's, that's the, that's the big thing. The other thing I care about is I don't want to see anybody on the injury report. Like yeah. like th- th- yeah, those are the only two things I care about this week. Everybody <laughs> yep. else. Like I just, you know, we're, we're just getting into it. We're just starting. I want to know what Jordan love looks like and I don't want to see anybody on the injury report. That's all I care about this week.
2: Yeah, no, I'm the same way. I all camp and I like camp starting this week is great. I also know for my job performance, it's probably going to go down because I'm going to be on Twitter all the time looking at Packer updates. Uh, But I'm I'm so excited just to hear about who or how Jordan Love is doing, who is he connecting with, how the defense looks with Joe Barry. And again, it's all training camp stuff, so it's take it with a grain of salt.
1: Absolutely. But at
2: this point, I will take a grain of salt compared to the baseball nonsense I've had to deal with the last month. So I will take whatever football I can get. I don't care. Just give it all to me. I'll read all the hype articles, all your camp crushes. Just give it all to me. And I'm a happy camper. I'm, I cannot explain how happy I am. Football is finally back. And we can reel some, read some real news right now. Instead of just reading about where Rogers will be traded, which was the majority of our off season. Like I am so pumped.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's 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 good to have it back. Um and by the way, we've said it before. I'm sure I'm not the only one that said it on this podcast, but make sure you're tuning in this week because we're gonna keep you up to date on everything going on. So yeah, you know, I'll I'll mention that again at the end of the podcast. But I mean, we're we're into uh to you know, real stuff now. So um, but unfortunately we are still not at that starting point yet. So <laughs> we're getting there. We're we're getting there, but you still got like four, five more episodes where. Well, we're probably not because I mean, most of the people on this show like actually know stuff. Um, Jimmy and I, we just, you know, outside of the season, we're here we just for talk fun. About fun stuff.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What so, house in Harry or what Hogwarts house would these players be in? That's and, and, that's and our we, content.
1: Yeah, well, we never did that, so we're we're gonna have to get that episode in though at some point. yeah so. next off season. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but today um, we are gonna be talking about um, something that I'm sure has been discussed. Um, I'm sure most of you out there uh, saw Jeremy Fowler's uh, ESPN article where he ranked the top ten players at each position in the NFL. Um, you know, Aaron Jones did not make the list. David Bakhtiari did not make the list. Rashawn Gary did not make the list of top 10 players. Um, and I know Kenny some Clark. of these, Kenny Clark did not make the top 10. Uh, and I know uh, some of these players, I, I believe at least Bakhtiari and Aaron Jones, you know, made mentions of it on Twitter. Um, but so we figured With that list coming out, we are going to discuss players that we think by the end of this year will be on that list next year, provided, first of all, that they do it next year. But, um, you know, it's interesting, Jimmy, because, you know, I took a brief look through through some of the positions. Um, the, the, The number one probably snub that I looked at just based on the players that were in that position is running back. How Aaron Jones did. I mean, he made the honorable mention. Um, and how he didn't make it this year is beyond me. Um, I Dalvin Cook made it over him. Dalvin Cook doesn't have a team currently, and it doesn't mean he's not good. But, but I mean, he 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 had a contract with the Vikings, and they released him. Now, granted, I mean money and everything, but I mean he's a good player. Don't get me wrong, Dalvin Cook is a good player. But I think if you ask most people, if feel like you'd rather have Aaron Jones than Dalvin Cook. But uh, he is he – is, to start the list, I mean, I foresee him being on that list next year uh, for several reasons. One of the biggest reasons is I think with Jordan Love being you know a first-year starter and the wide receivers, I mean, I think there's going to be a heavy reliance on the run game, and I think you're going to see a lot of Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon this year. And, I mean, Aaron Jones has been a solid back since he's been on this team. Like, I mean yeah. – I have a Aaron Jones Jersey it was given to me as a gag gift by my wife for Christmas one year <laughs> because when he was first on the team with Mike McCarthy I yelled and screamed at my TV all year long because they mm-hmm. Mike McCarthy did that stupid like I I, I kind of get it but like it was also clearly like dumb because Aaron Jones was at that time better than Ty Montgomery and Jamal Williams like mm-hmm. he just was and it was it was this drive is, is Ty Montgomery, and then the next drive was Jamal Williams' drive, and the following drive was Aaron Jones' drive, and they just did that rotation, and it's like the dude should be on the field all the time. He is a playmaker. And so as I yelled at my team or at, at my TV every Sunday, anytime he did anything good, I would yell, it's like he's the best back on the team. Yeah. And and so I ended up with an Aaron Jones jersey. So he is clearly a stud, a star star kind of embarrassing he didn't make the list um not on his part but on the, the writer's part um but he definitely should be on that list next year for sure
2: yeah and like the beauty of Aaron Jones and I said this on Lombardi's bar shameless plug uh, a couple of days ago on Game on Wisconsin it's just like we would complain like looking back at the early or the late McCarthy years of uh, why aren't you playing Aaron Jones more and right now, I think that has actually helped Aaron Jones in the fact of he doesn't have the wear and tear that most RB ones have at this point. Like looking at his first couple of years, he had 81 rushing attempts in 2017, 133 in 2018, uh, and then this past year was his second most at 213. So he like he hasn't been used as most RB ones have. Like you look at some and they're close, if not over 300 attempts again or like a a season and he's well under that like the most he's ever had in a season was in 2019 he had 236 carries uh so just looking at that wear and tear he doesn't have it compared to other people like you look at derrick henry that man is used and abused uh he's aaron jones isn't that and last season uh 1121 yards rushing 395 yards receiving there's no reason that both of those should not go up this year. With Jordan Love, uh, you have a quarterback who's not going to check out of every other run play. No offense Aaron Rodgers, and if checkdowns happen more this year, that's fine. You have two more than capable backs in AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones to take that responsibility. And with with Matt LaFleur hopefully being able to call his offense how he wants, of scheming up plays and plays in the fourth quarter or affecting plays in the third quarter you want to call and actually scheming up different situations for Aaron Jones. Like this could really be a breakout season that a lot of people don't expect from Aaron Jones around the league. I know Packer fans expect it, but we, there might be some people in the national national media that don't, uh, I don't see any reality where he's not in the top 10 next year. Like if he isn't, it's even crazier than this year because he is going to be utilized so much, barring any injury. Knock on wood, r- lucky rabbit's foot, whatever stu- superstition you want to put in your back fo- back pocket. Like he should be a top five running back next year. If he isn't, you're big dumb idiots. Like there's no way around it.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. He he should be on that list, like you said. And, th- and barring injury, is you know all of these guys, right? Any anybody we talk yeah. about is obviously barring any injury, but. Um, I, I, yeah, I just can't, can't foresee, you know, it's, it's set up for him to be a top 10 player at his position for next year. Yeah. uh, Well, the, the, the next one that comes to mind, Jimmy is somebody that was left off yet again, um, David Bakhtiari. And I know he's been kind of at the center of attention with Packer fans um, due to, you know, something that wasn't his fault at all, um, you know, his injury And, you know, being able to come back from that, but I, I, you know, we're talking about it and I wish I would have, I wish I would have uh, saved the tweet. There was something about like the amount of pressures that he allowed this past year compared to other players. And it was like five, it was, it was like some ridiculously low number from this past year. And I mean, how he again is not in the top 10. I mean, if you now, I mean, I, I will give some credence here if you, you know, if you want to potentially look at age, even though he's not like all that old, like he, you know, I I think he's still in his late twenties. Is he not?
2: Uh, 31, I think.
1: Okay. So, I mean, so he's still on the younger side of 30. Um, And if you want to put the injury history in there, because he, you know, his injury was so bad, it took forever for him to come back. I mean, he basically missed what all of 2021. And I mean, even Mm. last year he was kind of rotating in and out. So like, I get that, but like what I would base it on is when he played, he was at the level that he was at before his injury, essentially. Like, so, yeah. like, so, like, I mean, if you want to argue, you know, like, well, if he can only play eight, 10 games, like, is that, you know, worthy of a top 10 position? Sure. But I mean, if you're just talking overall production, I mean, yeah, he, he's basically back to where he was before that injury. So, you know, how, again, how he wasn't on the list. I don't know. Um, But I mean, we are now almost I believe we're at this point in time. If he if he has any issues with that knee coming into camp, I would have, I guess, a little bit of cause for concern. But I mean, I believe at this point we're we're full go with him. So he is a prime candidate to be on that list next year.
2: Yeah, I think it is out of this list. It's the most no brainer of he plays the whole season he's on the list top 3 top 2 he sh- he should be one- like trent williams is always going to get the nod because trent williams is incredible and in the offense that kyle shanahan builds uh with the run scheme and moving him around like i i can't get over shanahan using trent williams as a polling pretty much tight end uh in that playoff game and like that is just an image in my mind of that guy's incredible left tackle. Uh, But if, if Bakhtiari's healthy, he is a top two left tackle. Like there's no question in my mind, like he is. And I don't blame, I don't blame people not putting him on the list because he has not played a full season in three years. And I get them putting the injury tag on him. And I think this year is going to be a huge comeback of, Hey, I'm healthy. I'm back to dominating. Like I did before. I had three years to rest and recover. My body's better than it's my body has been better than it's been in three years. Like I'm ready to be on this list again. Uh So I don't agree with him being that on the list, but I understand it. If that makes sense, because if you don't, he missed the beginning of the year. It was, he play a game, he play a half and then he miss. And it it's hard to, it's, it's still dumb to me to, completely take them off the list like you'd still think they'd put him in at like 10 at least or something lower right uh but you know we've learned nfl execs and front office aren't the most intelligent people so mm-hmm. like they they're smart but they also do dumb things like vote david bakhtiari and aaron jones and Rashawn gary not on the top 10 list right and, um,
1: and pay daniel jones 40 million a year
0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You
3: need Indeed. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement.
2: Bingo. Uh also Deshaun Watson, 230 million guaranteed being a sexual predator. So there's that stuff too. But uh yeah, so I can't really fully trust front office and those decisions. Uh, but bakhtiari, staying with Aaron Jones, will like I am willing to bet the house. I'm gonna tell Desiree, hey, we might be homeless in 2024 because I'm betting the house mortgage on Bakhtiari and Aaron Jones being on a top 10 list.
1: And how do you think so she's If going I move
2: to... in with you next year, I'm so sorry, but
1: uh, hey. Annie and I love you guys and your family, so you're more than welcome. So Yeah,
2: you guys ready for five people moving in and a dog?
1: <laughs> well, the dog is we're, we're my wife sold on the dog, so you're good.
2: Okay, <laughs> <She laughs> yeah, yeah. Dog, we'll be so. we'll be the plus 5 to that dog.
1: Okay. So, uh so one I want to talk about on the offensive side of the ball, um I think you you and I Jimmy you probably won't be there next year but i mean you know he could be an honorable mention next year uh christian watson um i i i don't i mean it nothing's impossible but i mean yeah the one thing that i personally have always believed is you can be the best receiver in the league and if you have me throwing you the football you essentially are worthless because i am worthless um, yeah. So, and I'm, this is not me saying that Jordan love is worthless. Okay. What I'm saying is we don't know what Jordan love is, right? So there's the possibility that Jordan love is Justin Fields 2.0. And that is not great. Um, And there's also the possibility that he's, you know, on Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes level. We don't know. So that being the case, you know, Christian Watson is only going to be as good as his quarterback is. So, He definitely, I would say, based on the unknown, um, it'd be really hard for him to get into the top 10 uh, for a couple reasons. Um, First of all, there's a lot of good wide receivers out there. Like He's not even the best wide receiver in the division because I have no problem saying that Justin Jefferson is the best wide receiver in the NFC North. No problem with that. Don't like the Vikings, but if I'm being real, he is the best wide receiver in the division. Um,
2: Watson right now should realistically be number that's even tough is like for sure at most he's number four in the division you got jefferson st brown and dj moore that i'd all put ahead of him easily
1: sure yeah and and i wouldn't disagree with that um that doesn't mean that he can't necessarily surpass him this year but if you're talking Mm -hmm. today january 23rd that's where he's at number four is not bad you know, he, he's definitely got a bright future, but I would definitely see him probably more as an honorable mention. Um, I mean, unless Jordan Love just somehow is Patrick Mahomes level, at which point I could definitely see him being in the top 10. But I would see him, I mean, I would be surprised, again, barring injury, he is going to lead this team in receiving this year, like... All the important receiving statistics, you know, provided he stays healthy. I can't see him not leading this team in almost every statistical category for receiving.
2: Yeah, no, I 100% agree. The one thing is, uh, like, we've heard Jordan Love has built, uh, even going from last year, a really strong connection with Romeo Dobbs, which makes sense because he seems to fit the role more of a possession receiver. Uh, I listened to the Athletic podcast, and one of the things they mentioned is, uh, 10, 10, play, 10 play drives are really hard to do. You want to find players who can turn it into five or six play drives. And that's exactly what Christian Watson is. Like you looked at last year where he really broke out with season, week 10 to 17. The most targets he had in those seven, eight week stretch was eight targets. The most receptions he's had in those uh, eight weeks was six. And he still finished with seven touchdowns like in the games that he caught touchdowns in. So the uh, four games, he had a touchdown. He had three touchdowns, two, and then two games with one, Uh, seven receiving touchdowns. The most receptions he had was four. That's going to change with Aaron, with uh, Jordan Love. You don't have Randall Cobb. You don't have Alan Lazard. uh, uh, Like you don't have Robert Tunyon. Like Christian Watson is the guy should be the guy All those things are going to go up. He still finished with 611 yards. Do I think he's going to crack the top 10 list? No. Do I think he could be honorable mention from some front office people? Absolutely. Like there's all the talent in the world. We heard Darius Slade talk about his speed, his athleticism. Uh, Yeah, he struggled with drops in the beginning. Who cares? Devontae Adams, Packer fans, you wanted him cut after two seasons. So your reaction's are pointless at this point, like in the nicest way possible. We're all big, dumb idiots. Like Christian Watson could very well be a top 15 wide receiver next year. Uh, he has all the traits to do it. And with a quarterback that might take more risk. like Wes Hockowitz talked on pack on the pack a day YouTube channel that we need to get accustomed to Jordan love being more of a gunslinger. slinger, like going back to the Brett Farbays before he should be in prison. Uh, of just making those—I <laughs> had to slide that in—making those risks. Like he—he he takes those risks, which is great. Like I love that. We've complained so long that Rogers was sometimes a little too careful with the ball. Of like, hey, you're in, you're a talented quarterback. Just throw it up there. Let your talented receiver do it. What, do what he does. That is Watson. He's tall. He's fast. He can do it all. Let's see what happens. And I think as long as that hat, like as long as everything comes together. There's no reason he shouldn't be a top 15 wide receiver. Also, Absolutely. I'm drinking the Packer Kool Aid right now, so I could think Jordan Love's going to be top three. So give me enough beer, and I will tell you how he'll be MVP. So who knows?
1: <laughs> well, maybe that'll be the next podcast. Um, yeah, honestly,
2: give me two more Miller Lights right now, and we're we're going to get to that point. <laughs>
1: So, uh, well, let's move to the defensive side of the ball. Jimmy, um, there's a couple guys on that side of the ball. Um, who who are you thinking on that side of the ball should be that did not make the list this year that should probably make the list, uh, you know, provided everything goes well this year?
2: I think the three people that stand out, and I think two of them are cheating because uh, Rashawn Gary, he plays the full season, 100% top 10. He stopped obviously after the Lions game last right. he year. He probably
1: won't play the full season because I don't think
2: he's going to be ready. Is he? Yeah, true. I shouldn't say full season. I like even if I say even if he plays thirteen games, twelve games, he should be top ten. If you look at his stats last year, uh, let me bring him up real quick. Like he was, he was a dominant edge rusher last season. Before he was out, he had six sacks in nine games. Like you put that to if you put that to 12, 13 games and he's finishing with around 10 sacks and just the QB hits every, like he had 32 tackles last year in nine games. Like he should be, he should be, he has the talent to be top 10. Like, there's no way around that. I think with him, this is tough because, but then you go to, I understand if they don't, if he doesn't play full season, I understand if they don't put him there. But in reality, even right now, like he's one of the top 10 in my mind, probably biased. I don't really give it a hoot and annie right now. I'll center myself at this point. Uh well thank
1: you. We appreciate that.
2: <laughs> yeah, you don't have to bleep that out. You're welcome, Andy. Uh he should be, he's a top 10 edge rusher. I think a lot of people would agree with that. Uh give him give him 12 games, 13 games next year. I think he'll be there. Kenny Clark, the problem with him is he disappears, I think, more so in Last year we saw him. He's always Mr. December. He disappears a lot of times in November, late October. Those are stretches, especially after Rashawn Gary went out. Cause you don't have that edge pressure that you did. They just had to worry about Preston and you had Kingsley and Gabari coming in. We had Hollins coming in just a person. We, we signed off this, uh, off the Rams, off the Rams team to come in. Um, get more talent around him and they can't focus on him as much. I think he'll be able to show how dominant he can be. And then another one too is an all, all pro just two seasons ago and Devondre Campbell. Like there's no reason he was, he was battling nagging injuries last year, knee and everything. If he comes in, plays a healthy season, there's no reason he can't repeat that. Uh This is, if he has a healthy season, healthy season next to a Quay Walker, who is an athletic freak as hopefully he doesn't, get kicked out of more games like we should be good like have those two athletes fully healthy there shouldn't be that many teams that can compete with that so Devondre Kenny Clark and Rashawn should be on the list uh another player maybe not this season but next season uh, a healthy Eric Stokes we saw in his rookie year can be a very big threat we saw with Jair out he really stepped up as uh as well with Rasul I don't. I don't think Rasul uh, Douglas is a top ten, but Eric Stokes has all the talent to to become an honorable mention at least. Not this year, I don't think, because he won't play the full season. Uh, but maybe next year. And again, this is my preseason Kool Aid that I'm drinking. But <laughs> I, I like to be optimistic. For rather everybody, than now. everybody
1: drinks the Kool Aid in late July, early August. I mean, oh yeah, you, you find somebody saying their team is going to suck this year. Like, I mean, <laughs>
2: you find a Bears fan. <laughs>
1: gosh they think they're they think they're always good oh they, yeah no they, they, they got two crazy. modes they got two modes hey we're winning the super bowl or we are going to be drafted number one because our team is that poorly run like there's no in between with bears
2: fans oh yeah they're already talking about caleb williams
1: <laughs> so uh yeah i mean you know kenny clark is is definitely he he feels like he's very hit and miss Um, you know, like when he's on, like, I mean, he's, he's great, but like you said, sometimes he just has a tendency to disappear. Um, Rashawn Gary, like, I mean, and and I guess it all depends on how you look at like what, you know, what makes a top 10 player because like, yeah, like injuries and how much do they play like, like factors in, but like, I guess I always view it as like best case scenario. Would you like, how do you like if everybody is equal in like being healthy, like where do they rank? Right. Yeah. And like the fact that Rashawn Gary is not like now I will say I looked over that edge rusher list and I mean he like, you know, like when I looked over the running back list, I I looked at like four guys on that list. I'm like Aaron Jones is better than like four of these guys. Rashawn Gary is with a lot of these guys on this list. But like to put he, like that is a very stacked list. It's probably of the of the positions I looked at. It's probably the most stacked that I looked at where I'm like, man, I'd have a hard time making an argument for throwing you know, more than like one or two guys off that list to put Rashawn Gary on. But that being said, yeah. the fact that he wasn't on that list is just like, yeah, if he's healthy, he's he's better than at least one of these guys. You know, and you know, so and the thing with him
2: too is he's very good as an as a quarterback pressure player. Mm-hmm. And he has room to improvement room for improvement on run defense, which I think a lot of edge rushers do unless your name is Miles Garrett or Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa. Sure. Uh,
1: Yeah. And you know, uh, the, the Campbell one is interesting. I think that there is, you know, one guy we didn't talk about. I don't think he would make top 10, but I would not be surprised if Quay Walker made an honorable mention next year. Um, You know, he, he has shown that like, especially now that he's out of his rookie year again, like you said, he's got to be a lot smarter when, you know, interacting with people that don't have helmets and jerseys on. Um, but that's
2: the thing, push all like the Packers need an aggressive person and a punch you in the throat. Don't give a shit player. I need Quay Walker to be that, but let's just like, like, let's contain it to people with helmets and shoulder pads. If they don't have one on, don't hit them. If they do kill them, who cares? (laughs) But like, like, let's have that differentiation right there. But I
1: mean, you know, he was, you know, like the speed and athleticism he brought, I mean, we haven't seen that in a middle linebacker. Since what, Nick Barnett? Like, I mean,
2: that's there's even you can even argue like this is the most athletic we've seen ever. Maybe oh, like and, and, like, and, and this is probably freak.
1: true. But I mean, like the, the last time you looked at a middle linebacker on this team and said that guy actually matters and makes yeah. a difference out there. You have to go back Home to Nick Barnett. Kill Yeah. Oh, yeah, I agree. Um, agree. So, like, I mean, if he can, you know, if like he's he very steadily improved over the year. And I mean, he still has things that, you know, he obviously needs to work on, like even outside of some of the, you know, questionable things that he did. Like, I mean, his game's not perfect yet, but like he's got all he's got all the, the tools that you would want. And if he can put that together and work alongside Campbell, like I think he could be an honorable mention next year.
2: Yeah, no, I 100% agree.
1: So, well, there is your 30-minute podcast on this Sunday before the shareholders meeting. Jimmy, are you a shareholder? Are you an owner of an expensive piece of paper that does nothing for you?
2: Dude, I tried. I am very much in the camp of... I will push my wife on some things and I will not push my wife on some things. And a $200, $300 piece of paper is not something I will push my (laughs) wife on. Uh, I tried, she said no. And I immediately said, okay, that's fine. I'll buy a Jersey instead. So (laughs) I am not, (laughs) I'll be honest. She put her foot down and I said, that's fine with me. As long as I can go to games, we're golden.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Annie and I, we, we are, um, shareholders but uh first of all if you have not been to a shareholders meeting let me tell you because i have been to one um i worked as an usher for the packers back in 2018 and uh they needed some help for the shareholders meeting and the thing is is the shareholders meeting is a unique thing with the packers where you can't just buy a ticket for it like you either have to be a shareholder or you have to know somebody that is a shareholder and like because i got my tickets for it you get four and but let me tell you, it is a business meeting. That is what it is. It is 30,000 people sitting in a stadium watching 12 people in suits give a business meeting. That That is what it is. Um, I was – like when I went, like I don't know what I expected it to be. But like I was like, oh, right, duh. This is literally a business meeting just outside yeah. – in- I don't
2: like listening to rich people, so I can never do that. <laughs> <laughs> I just yell things and be like, you're wrong. They could be right, but if they're rich, I'm just going to say you're wrong. It's no. a terrible prejudice I have. <laughs>
1: well, we all have some type of prejudice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, mine's against suits, honestly. <laughs>
1: um, but so if you are a shareholder and you, um, you know, don't work on Monday... And you can go enjoy it. I know my dad's, my parents are in town. My dad's a shareholder. He is going. So he is Uh, they are staying with me. My, my mom is super excited just to see her grandson. And my dad is very excited to go to Lambo. So um, if you are a shareholder, uh, enjoy the meeting. If you're going, if you're not, eh, you save money on a $300 sheet of paper. I'm sorry. I don't mean that in a <laughs> negative way. It's just like the, it's like the, it's the thing that always comes up, right? Like people are like, Oh, yeah. you're an idiot. You paid $300 for it's like, well, that's kind of cool. Like,
2: you oh, know. listen, like, I don't have one, mainly because I don't want Des to be mad at me. But if if I could, I would 100% spend $300 on that piece of paper. I don't <laughs> care. Like, to me, worth it. To my wife, who's not a sport fan, not. Nah. I'd rather have a happy wife at this point, but I don't blame people at all for guessing.
1: See, see, Jimmy, this is what's called being a smart husband. You are making smart decisions
2: in your marriage. Dude, I'm trying to cash my brawny points when I think it's needed. <laughs> and that's not it. <laughs> it's when i do something dumb i have to cash those in
1: yep that's well you figured it (laughs) out so (laughs) so uh well thank you everybody for listening today uh hopefully you are doing something fun with your sunday training camp is here people it is wednesday it is right around the corner we will keep you up to date on everything going on here at pack a day podcast throughout training camp throughout the preseason, the regular season is going to be here before you know it the Jordan love era is going to be here. It's going to be fun. And hopefully it's, hopefully it's a lot like the last 30 years. That's all I can say is hopefully it's a lot like the last 30 years. So, yeah. Hopefully. Well, Jimmy, uh, as we wrap things up here, uh, people want to follow your work, get in touch with you. How can they do that?
2: Yeah. Go ahead. Follow me on Twitter at Jimmy's underscore uh, C zero eight. Also uh, I'm running game on Wisconsin right now. So follow uh, on Twitter at game W I same as uh, on YouTube. We'll have Lombardi's bar out every Wednesday, as long as some other shows, uh, the freezer uh, green and gorgeous. Uh, Jacob Westendorf will be doing a show as well. And actually a random one I want to put out is Sam Holman is a Twitter account at, I think at Sam Holman, who knows, just type it in. You'll figure it out. Uh, he has some really great insight on defense, uh, And he is a, in my mind, a defensive specialist. I just want to shout him out. Like if you want, listen to this. We're talking about Rashawn, Kenny Clark, Devondre, all that. If you want to hear more about it, just follow him. I I think he has really great stuff. So give that man a follow and uh, learn a little bit more.
1: All right. Awesome. Well everybody thank you again for listening so much to this podcast. Uh thank you for putting up with Jimmy and I as well. We are recording this at like 10:30 at night so um yeah. you know I've
2: been drinking, not going to yeah,
1: lie. If I'm slurring. I'm so sorry. Yeah Jimmy's been drinking all day but that's because <laughs> you had a birthday party today, correct?
2: Yeah, which I, I probably shouldn't say I've been drinking and then also mentioned for my son's second birthday party. Oh, <laughs> but those, those two go hand in hand in the Christensen household. So j- well, any j- birthday party, one, two, three, doesn't matter, we're all drinking.
1: Well, oh. Jimmy, I, I don't know if it's, it, it, it might just be you and me, but I mean, my son's birthday, First birthday is coming up in, in August, and I can tell you there's gonna be so much drinking done. At <laughs> you, birthday have party. Do. you have to, yeah. Like, so I, I don't know. I think it's one of those things that like parents do when their kids are that young because you can drink heavily in front of them and they don't remember, but like once they start to get it's like it's eight, it's gonna nine, get
2: worse when they're worse when they're 10. And I can say, Hey, go to bed, and I don't have to put them to bed. I'm gonna be drinking way more. So oh, this is just the catalyst, honestly.
1: <laughs> so yeah, do, I mean, at least from your from your co host perspective, that's what I'm going to be doing at my son's birthday. Party, so. <laughs> Perfect. Well, all right. Well, thank you everybody so much for listening. We appreciate it as always. We'll be back with you next week to well actually talk about real Packer stuff, Jimmy. I mean, it's been a while since we've done that, right? And, out this bs and get the real stuff yes so it'll be good so keep it locked right here we'll keep you up to date on everything going on with the packers so thank you so much for listening everybody enjoy your sunday and as always go pack go